Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. The PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead-up to the PAA conference happening in September this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, it's a privilege to have Elaine Ewing and Sean Gallagher. Elaine is a third-generation certified authentic Pilates teacher through the New York Pilates Studio and owns Rhineback Pilates in New York State, which is home to many pieces of original equipment from Joseph Pilates' 8th Avenue Studio. Together with Sean Gallagher, Elaine presents workshops based on Joseph Pilates' original method and apparatus, and in 2018 worked alongside Sean Gallagher to help create the yearly conference at Jacob's Pillow, Pilates at the Pillow. Elaine was the first to present a workshop inside Joseph Pilates' original Berkshires studio, the historically significant property now owned by Sean Gallagher. Sean Gallagher is the owner and master physical therapist of performing arts physical therapy, and a master Pilates teacher and teacher of teachers at his studio, the New York Pilates Studio. He developed the first comprehensive professional teacher training program and manual, along with Romano Krasnowska, and was instrumental in getting the Pilates method recognised and taught around the world, which included bringing Romana and classical Pilates to Australia originally over two decades ago. Sean is also the owner of the largest collection of Joseph Pilates copyright archival material, has published three books, and is the creator and founder of, and the main presenter at Pilates at the Pillow, conference at Jacob's Pillow Dance Festival in Beckett, Massachusetts. Sean is the fifth owner of Joe's original studio business, as well as his original property, which he's currently restoring to become the first Pilates museum and working studio to become a destination for Pilates teachers worldwide. Elaine and Sean's workshop at the conference is titled The Study of Joe's Contrology. Elaine and Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Could you give us a quick overview of the workshop presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference? Well, we're going to be presenting some photos that I discovered through my research. It's an opera singer in the 1950s taking a lesson with Joseph Pilates in his studio in New York City. The workshop is looking at those pictures in relationship to Joe's pictures and the archives because Joe spent his life documenting his system. And each apparatus has multiple photo shoots where he documented how he wanted the exercises done. The difference is these photos are not him. They are of him teaching her. So it's a little different. It shows how he teaches his system, which is different than what we're used to with the archives. And the archives, the distinction is that's more so of him doing lots of demonstrations himself, but not so much the teaching side of it. Is that the key distinction, Sean? That's a lot of it. Or it might not just be him. It might be others. There is also a video, or it was filmed back then. He would have other people doing his exercises or demonstrate, but it was really not him actually hands-on teaching. Like in these pictures, you can see him doing hands-on teaching. Elaine, the pictures you've discovered are incredibly rich, and thank you so much for sharing them. My next question is the background experience and the specific learning that you had yourself that was the catalyst for you both creating the content for this conference workshop. Yeah, we have our interest in, in Pilates history. That's basically where the research came from. I found them at a library in the U.S., and I asked them to digitize the photos so that they could be available. So that's how they're accessible now is that they digitized it for us. And what was the experience for you, Sean, when Elaine shared this news with you? 
For me, it was another trove of photographs of Joe, historically. And there's a lot of stories about Joe. And quite a few of them are tall tales. So part of what I've been trying to do with the Pilates source and everything else is find out the real story as much as possible. Joe's not here. Romana's not here. We can't ask those questions. And the questions we have today, we didn't ask back then for whatever reason. When I learned with Romana, she told me some of these stories and she told me that. So that's what I told. And then over time, Javier wrote a book and he went and researched and he was like, oh, that's not true. And he, he documents why it's not true. So as we go through this, the more and more we do, it's great. But finding these pictures was being able to really see, like I said before, how Joe taught. Because one of the things that happens quite often is I hear this on social media and everything else is that classical, they just follow an order and that's all they do and they don't change and they don't modify and they don't adapt. And what you can see here is that Joe in these pictures didn't follow the pictures that are on the archive. He modified because this person needed modification. And that's the way Romana taught as well. So to me, that's the beauty of it and being able to share that and talk about that process. So people really understand that both what Joe taught and what Romana taught, which is still very hands-on, was also very modifiable and adaptable for the individual. For those who haven't seen Elaine's description and story on Instagram, you must watch it. It's an amazing, simple story, but so beautiful, Elaine, the way you've wrapped that together about your discovery of these pictures. I'm interested to ask for both of you what you started to see newly in those pictures that you hadn't seen before, particularly about the teaching approach and the teaching styles and those things that you're already starting to put into your own teaching. I expect the participants in this workshop are also going to start to see new things for themselves. Like Sean was saying, we hear things about what Joe taught or didn't teach. And then until we have documentation, we don't really know what happened because we weren't there. Some of the pictures, for example, show him teaching some exercises on the mat in ways that we had thought were modified since after he passed away. So it shows him teaching these versions of the exercises, which shows that he did teach them in this way. And there's some other exercises as well, like Sean was saying, that he taught differently during this photo shoot that we had no idea that's how he taught the exercises if somebody needed it. So that was really fascinating. And additionally, his studio itself, you can see all the apparatus and the photos are from all different angles of the studio that we haven't really seen before. Even though there are pictures of his studio that we knew about, this is just so much more in depth even to the point of the changing room. She's in the locker room and a bunch of poses. So it's just totally fascinating that the depth of detail it goes into. To add to that, Chuck Rappaport's pictures. He spent a day with Joe and he did the same type of things for an article, but his pictures were much darker and you just don't see as much. This photographer took better pictures and they're clear and they're more precise and you can see details much clearer. Chuck's pictures are great. It's just that these are a different way of looking at it and a different style of photography. And a picture's worth a thousand words. It has all that extra information. And so when we look at those pictures, that's the beauty. It's like being able to share these pictures and then look at that in comparison to what he did and what's also out there and being able to show them that there are exercises done a certain way and you can modify, you can adapt based on what you need for that person and that individual. And that's what it's really about. When I study with Romana, you modify for everybody. I have lots of tapes of Romana teaching and you can see in her teaching, there's a perfect example where she goes, well, Mr. So-and-so, he's not an advanced student, but this exercise is advanced and he can do it and it's good for him. So we do it. 
So it's not like if it's advanced, you can't do it until they're all advanced. You have to follow. I mean, that's the full manifestation. But then there's the process of how do you teach these different exercises based on the needs of the person? And that's, I think you see a lot of that more in these photos that Joe didn't necessarily do it. And when you say, what will people able to take home? They go and they look at these photos and they study them. They start to see the relationships. And that's what we do in the workshop is talk about that process, which is different than just like, well, here's photos of Joe. Because so many people just look at a photo and don't see what's in the photo. And what we've spent time doing is looking at that photo and really trying to analyze it in relationship to the system and the work. And we explain that. We also explain the whole scene from our collective knowledge. We talk about what's going on on the reformer. You can see the original clawfoot reformer and all the details on it. We discuss that. And next to that reformer, you can also see this thing that Joe invented. And there's this other thing that he invented. So we go around the room and also discuss everything else that you can see in the picture, which is really interesting. So people will also get a lesson on Joe's studio itself. And there's apparatus there that's still it's not made yet. We've been slowly trying to reproduce his original apparatus, either from blueprints or actual apparatus. I have a bunch. Elaine has a bunch in her studio of Joe's original apparatus. But then there's also things in these pictures that are like, oh, maybe we'll have to make that too. <laughs> so the perennial question about how much does one modify the exercises and stick true to the, the original teachings I think that conversation is constantly bouncing around in my Pilates experience, at least, is what I'm hearing is that the timeline, perhaps, of where things were started to get modified is now much more clearly articulated by these pictures that you two have really examined closely and seeing newly that that was happening constantly throughout Joseph's lifetime. I have photo shoots from different decades for the same apparatus, and they really didn't change much. What this shows is that he always modified based on the individual, but the goal is still the full manifestation of what's in the picture. Okay, that's our goal, but there's not a lot about how he did that in between. And that's what these pictures allow us to do. It's another avenue of information that's, oh, this helps us understand what he was doing even more. But within that, you have to be able to do modifications because everybody comes in with all sorts of issues and problems. There's a quote from Clara saying, everybody comes in with a handicap and we smooth it out. You can see she has a certain body type in the pictures. So a lot of what he's teaching is based on his understanding of her body type and her posture and structure. So that's a great example of how he's teaching somebody according to their body and what they need. And we also know that he modified in general. I mean, even there's an article, an interview with him in the 60s, and he talks about doing double leg stretch on the mat. So he says, you bend your knees in and grab your ankles. If you can't grab your ankles, grab your shins. If you can't grab your shins, grab your knees. He was obviously saying, get as close as you can to what I want you to do. And that's what we'll do today. And we'll get you closer and closer towards the final product, like what Sean was saying. This is a great visual representation of that. Excellent. And what do you expect the first couple of things that the participants will be able to apply immediately back with their clients on a Monday morning after coming to the conference? One thing I've noticed is when we do our work together, our workshops and presentations, people are really seeking this historical information to enrich their depth of knowledge towards what it is that they do every day. You're still going to go in, you're still going to have your same clients and they're going to get on the reformer and they're going to do their footwork. But the background knowledge in your mind of having seen Joe teach these exercises and your memory of what his studio looked like and, and these pictures, it just makes your depth of knowledge so much greater 
remember when you're right there in front of your client that you can relate back to the origin of what you're teaching and where it comes from in the pictures with his hands-on cueing and even his demeanor, you can see they have this rapport together. You can see it in the pictures. So just having experienced that and seen that brings so much more depth into your teaching. It's not necessarily that they're going to get 30 exercises that they can do different. Yeah. It's the body, mind, and spirit. And to me, this is a lot of the spirit because you see the spirit of how he teaches in these photographs. I think that's what they're going to take home for Monday. Wonderful. I think it's such an important layer to keep coming back to. We're looking forward to seeing you live at the conference coming up in September. Thanks so much for your time on the call today. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you both. Thank you too. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources, and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.